Welcome to the Thinking Big Podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Boyd Hamlin, and we're going to talk about actitude. Act your way to a positive life. Boyd has battled through two brain surgeries, lives with transverse myelitis, and has got back up so many times after life has knocked him down. As a minister, speaker, trainer, and coach, Boyd is all about three things, encouraging, equipping, and empowering others to battle through and not go down. Boyd is the creator of the Hero Builder Program to help influencers of youth set a character foundation that they can build their lives upon. Currently, Boyd is working on a book called Actitude to help others live their best lives. I absolutely love it when people bring their passion into their careers and when they turn huge life events into something that can help so many people. So today, we are thinking big on Actitude. Welcome to the Thinking Big Podcast with Sean Osborne, the show helping you think bigger into your life and potential. Sean believes by equipping you with the tools, strategies, and philosophies required to be successful in all aspects of your life, you can achieve anything you believe in. Empowering our own growth makes a deeply positive and lasting impact on our lives, community, and our world. Now, here's Sean. I really want to welcome Boyd to uh, to the podcast today. Uh, before we get started and get into you know some of the fantastic stuff that you're doing, tell the listeners a little bit about you. Oh, absolutely! Thanks, uh, Sean, for having me on today. And uh, my background really has uh, been in youth ministry for over 20 years. Uh, I was in youth ministry for uh, my very first time, j- just straight out of uh, college in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I spent about seven years there and uh, then started speaking at a uh, parachurch organization for their conferences. And uh, in that process, uh, I was recognized by a church that's in Amarillo, Texas, and was asked to come and uh, be an expert in their middle school ministry and their program. And and, uh, my wife and I went and did that. And uh, that was a great experience for uh, uh, seven years as well. So you're probably I, uh, you're probably familiar with Borger. I am. I lived in Borger. Oh, you did. Yes. <laughs> that, that that is a fantastic place, and I, I do believe that if not in Borger, that uh, someplace around uh, that community, the uh, church is now called Hillside Christian Church. They've got a multi-site campus there that. Uh, is doing very well. They've got several of those uh, in the Panhandle area, and it's going very well. But I uh, decided to take a challenge and come to New Mexico. I've been given a challenge for about five years uh, consistently. You need to plant a church. And I said, I'm, that's not for me. Well, I ended up taking the challenge anyway because uh, I was told you're, you're too much in your comfort zone. And uh, we came out to New Mexico to start a church plant. And I found out very quickly that I was out of my comfort zone, but I also was out of my strength zone. And uh, 12 years later, uh, we, we uh, felt like we could re- be released from that uh, church plant experience. It was really taking its toll financially. And so uh, I left that particular uh, place that we were renting uh, that day. I wanted to keep integrity and pay them their uh, last check. When I drove away from that facility, uh, I had this nudge, you know, it's a, a lot of people say it's a spirit speaking to you and it's to go to this school that you've been helping as a church 
with their low income families with meals for the last four years. And I thought, you know what? I don't really want to go to a school today because there's kids in there. And I really don't want to be around young people today. <laughs> it was kind of a crazy moment. It's like, now what do I do now? Right. And uh, I did end up turning around in a Walmart parking lot and headed back to that school and uh, met with the assistant principal and that later introduced me to the principal. And uh, it was in, in that moment they asked me, can you create a character growth program for our school? We're having issues with our kids and uh, all the programs we've used before just don't seem to work the way we need them to. So over the course of the next month, I uh, painstakingly went through uh, with pen and paper what what really kind of program would they need? What kind of thing can they use that's simple yet gets them great results fast? And I came up with the Hero Builder. And it is a great character growth program. And uh, the, the school actually saw results within two weeks. And uh, now it's in about six different schools. And uh, they're seeing the same exact thing. And uh, right after that experience, uh, I'll, I'll just throw this in, uh, Sean, just, just for fun. Uh, I thought that was uh, building some momentum. And that was a new direction that I was going to be going in. Right. And... Uh, October the 11th of 2018, I told my wife, I'm going out for a walk. I just wanted to just spend some time thinking uh, about some things and uh, uh, hopefully uh, strategically thinking about some things. And something popped in the on the left side of my head in the back. And what was a 20 minute walk ended up turning into an hour uh, for me to get home. Uh, all of my right side shut down and my head just, uh, it felt like uh, a vertigo is what it really felt like. Right. Um, and just knew that I had something wrong. I had had a brain surgery uh, in 1995 with what they call a meningioma or a uh, cavernous malformation. And uh, the chance of me having another one was was very good at that time, but they said it shouldn't bother you for the rest of your life. Well, it came a little too soon, and I ended up going to uh, the Barrow Neurological Institute in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, for my second brain surgery. And uh, in the in the process of uh, the last eighteen months, uh, almost two years, two and a half years, uh, I've been doing a recovery. Uh, from that and just getting my feet back underneath me and it's been a, it's been a challenge it's been a challenge uh, to say the least yeah so how do you you know we'll, we'll get back into other stuff but on the on the hero builder stuff how do you think that uh can work in this new world of home-based stuff where we're all staying at home we're isolating we're you know my granddaughter matter of fact she's not going back to school this year she's doing everything from home how do you think that same type of you know hero builder framework how does that work from a home standpoint oh that's a great question and it really can work from a home standpoint i think that because of all of the uh problems that we have now with uh with our school system uh with the coronavirus and what it's uh you know what it's caused for uh us in that field 
I think that my focus has had to shift a little bit from schools as a physical location to families and to, to, to parents. And so I think it, it really can work there as well. Uh, this uh, program not only has a, uh, a really detailed uh, manual uh, that I've put together for it, but uh, I've also done videos and uh, training sessions for teachers and parents. And uh, they're really good. They're, it's, it's real simple, but it's uh, very good. Uh, like I have said uh, just a little while ago, it gets really good results. Uh, I did not uh, purposely write it for preschool. And there is a preschool here in New Mexico that is called the Primo Preschool in the whole state. And uh, I don't know if, you, uh, if you've ever been to a preschool purposely, but this preschool has 1,200 kids in it. <laughs> and I'm thinking, wow, 1,200 preschoolers wow. every single day that you guys deal with. That does not the sound like a lot of fun. That, that, that does not sound like a lot of fun. <laughs> and the principal of that school said, I want your program. And uh, I, I did let her know. I didn't uh, intend for it to be for preschool. It's for elementary and middle school students. But uh, she wanted it anyway. And she's been using the program in her preschool for the last three years. And nothing has changed with the program. Uh, she's not utilized everything that's included in it. But what she needs, she has taken from it and has uh, made a culture there at her preschool with her teachers and parents that uh, she has uh, strived for. Oh, that's fantastic. And, uh, it's really, really exciting. So what is kind of the framework of the of that program? The, the framework of that uh, program is, uh, you know, a lot of uh, programs, of course, I looked into this uh, before putting it together. A lot of programs do a lot of teaching. And uh, we absolutely need teaching. But uh, along with teaching, I, I, I thought that it was really uh, important for the students to see it modeled. And then once the teachers and their parents see the students acting into one of those uh, character skills that uh, is in the uh, program, that it's celebrated. Right. In, in some way. And uh, one of the big deals uh, with the Hero Builder is Every, every, every week, let's say, let's say it's a Monday, you walk into your classroom or into your living room nowadays to do your homeschooling, and the kids are introduced to a word that they're going to work on for the week. Uh, it's a uh, emotional, a social emotional learning platform uh, for character development. But let's say the word is just very simply helpful. There is a one pager in there that defines the word. And that gives them a, a, a little uh, kind of a three by five card that's got that word on it with a couple of ideas to get their uh, juices flowing and get their creativity going. How can I be helpful today to others? Right. And then they are able to be helpful to others. Uh, not, not just be told to be helpful, but everyone is working on this together. And at the end of the day, they get to write in a, hero journal what kind of uh things they did the, during that day that was helpful to somebody else or what did other people do for me that was helpful for me and at the end of the week they get to share that with one another and celebrate that uh, not always with a pizza party but just to uh be recognized uh, give some affirmation 
right. uh, to that young person to say, you're heading in the right direction. And we want to recognize that uh, personally and uh, visually today, rather than you guessing all the time, if you did a good job, there's that, there's that question. It's, it's, it's typically deemed as a two-year-old question. Did I do good? And I think that that's a question that uh, maybe started when we were two, but we've never grown out of that no. uh, affirmation and uh, a little bit of uh, just kudos. You know, the attaboys that uh, people need to know that, hey, you're doing good. And everybody you're needs being, that. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody, everybody needs, needs that. And I think somehow we need to learn how to do it to ourselves, too. Because we we're, we're we're fantastic at, at you know getting ourselves uh you know in a negative way, uh, but yes. doing it in a positive way, we all need that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely agreed. And so, you know, like one of the things that I've started doing with uh, with my granddaughter is we got her a uh, a journal, and one of the things in the journal is daily gratitudes that she writes down what she's grateful for you know that day. And I think these types of programs are extremely, not only I think are they extremely important, uh, but they're very much needed. And I think it's needed even more now with the environment that we're in than ever before. I think we have to have these programs for the kids. We've got to be able to get these kids to have those affirmations, have those positive beliefs, have those positive thoughts. and God, sitting at home, it's just, boy, it seems like yeah. it's going to be a hard, hard uh, road. Yeah. Do, do you mind if I share a, a story from, from one of the schools that use this program? Absolutely. Absolutely. There is a school in North Carolina, uh, Clover Garden. Uh, I do believe it's a uh, consolidated school. And the way that they uh, use the program, they're also into their third year of using uh, different aspects of it with their students and with their staff to maintain that culture that they want there at that school. There was a young boy, a first grader, who during recess, they had been outside playing on the playground, which you know that on playgrounds nowadays, they have the wood chips uh, all around so that uh, kids don't have to play on cement all the time uh, in different places. And uh, the teacher called the students in from their recess time And this young man and his buddy were still hanging around the slide. They weren't playing, but the teacher couldn't figure out what they were doing. And when she went out to ask them what was going on, hey, guys, it's time to come in. One, uh, the young man said, "I'm, I'm being helpful today to my friend. He lost his tooth on the playground and we have to find it. And it sounds so silly, but that young man took that word so seriously he had to not think about being helpful. He had to physically be helpful right. to his friend until they found that tooth. And the good news is they found it. And uh, that young man got awarded for being helpful and being a hero to his classmate uh, that day. So that it, it's really good. They're always looking for ways that uh, they can do what we're asking them to do. Right. Oh, that's that is a. That's a great story. And, and again, I think this is, I think we're missing a lot of that in today's education. It is, you know, it seems to be that it's just more, you know, you're going to learn this. That you're, and not, I don't even think they're actually being taught. They're just being taught to a test. And in a sense, they're not being taught how to 
think for themselves. And I think that, you know, programs like this, you know, teach kids how to think for themselves, you know, actually how to think and not just what to think. Absolutely. I, I think you think you're right. Uh, this character program, and just like other character programs, all we're trying to do is help the students by laying the, a foundation that they can truly build their lives upon. Right. Uh, they're they're going to forget taking that test, but they're not going to forget helping somebody else, standing out and being extraordinary, yep. being respectful to those around them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's 36 uh, of the character words, but it's just a start. It's not a, com- it's, it's not a complete list, but it is a start. And uh, it is uh, detailed enough of a list that it does take a while to get through. Uh, if we were doing this in a physical location for a school, there's also uh, three assemblies that I built into it that I don't have to actually show up and do personally. It's uh, for the, the principal or for their teachers and staff, or if they find a parent that's a great communicator, right. they can do it for the students and uh, save themselves a lot of money uh, as a school district by having people come in and doing an assembly here and there. This program allows them to do three assemblies by themselves uh, for their own student body and video scripts on how to create the videos using their own students and their own staff on this is the word we're going to talk about today. Uh, We're going to talk about the word honesty today. And it's somebody that they recognize from their school who is making that video, uh, sending that video out to the classrooms on a weekly basis. Right. Instead of them having to see my face, which, you know, I've done the videos for backup. But at the same time, it's like, you know what? They don't know who I am. Right. They know who their teachers are, their principals and fellow students are. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. They're going to remember when you put emotion with something that you learn, you, for me, that's when you remember. So yeah, that kid's going to remember that day that, you know, he was helping, you know, they're going to remember these things because we're putting emotion with, I guarantee that the kid has no idea what they did in school that day. Absolutely not. Absolutely. There's, there's no way he remembers a damn thing from class two plus two, whatever it was, I guarantee he doesn't remember a damn thing, but he remembers that and he will. He, re- yeah. he remembers that. I mean, could you, could you imagine that young man going home uh, to his parents and saying, you know what I did today? I helped buddy find a tooth on the playground. He didn't say a thing about what happened in the classroom, nothing in the lunchroom. There's yep. nothing exciting in there, but he's, t- he's telling you what he's learning. Yeah. And uh, he, it, that was his idea. Right. That was his idea. Sean, you brought up earlier of, of affirmations for ourselves. And uh, I was d- doing a quick read through uh, the book of James uh, of all places uh, this last week. And there was one verse that stood out to me. And it was like, uh, wow, I'd never seen that before in all of the years that I've looked through that particular book. But in uh, verse 25, in the first chapter, it says that a person of action finds delight and affirmation in that action. And so it dawned on me one day, we can actually encourage ourselves by way of acting on what we need to act on for other people during the day. So what what I've uh, ended up doing is I I created uh, created a new term. And uh, it is uh, going into a book. I don't know when, 
it will be published, but it is going into a book. And the new word is aptitude. You know, there's a lot of people that uh, always go around and say, you need to have a positive attitude. You need to work on your attitude. And for me, coming out of a, a very serious brain surgery experience, uh, having a positive attitude just wasn't cutting the mustard. Right. It uh, just wasn't happening all the time because I did battle through a, uh, a, a big uh, a big season of depression. And I thought, I'm not going to let this uh, I'm not going to let this get me. I'm going to battle through this to, and, and make the most of it that I can. And what I started doing was I started calling uh, five people a day to affirm them and to encourage them. And much to my surprise, every time I hung up, I was encouraged. I was affirmed. Hey, you lifted somebody up today. Way to go. Yeah. And uh, and I, I think that uh, adding action to my attitude it has really helped me to move in toward, uh, towards the the positive life that I want. And so I really am, uh, you know, pretty serious about that new word just for myself. If, if that's all the person that helps, that's fine. But attitude and acting my way into a positive life, that has a lot to do and feeds right into this hero builder program. For yeah. Young people. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the thing we can't have what we don't give. And that's, it's a kind of a, to me, it's a, it's a law of the universe. You know, we, we cannot have what we don't give. And Absolutely. if we don't give, gratitudes we don't give you know uplifting advice or, or uplifting feelings and emotions to other people we we don't you know we, we can't necessarily have them ourselves we we have to give them always Absolutely. give before you get <laughs> that was a hard lesson to learn for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was always yeah. wanting just i just want them all yeah i i learned that <laughs> yeah you have to give to get it's <laughs> it's kind of a law <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a law, and it's uh, kind of funny how that works, isn't it? It sure is. Tell me a little bit about uh, John Maxwell. I know you're involved with the John Maxwell uh, team as well, and that is to me that's such a fantastic organization from uh, from many different aspects, but from a leadership and from a coaching aspect, it is a that is one fantastic company or one fantastic family. I guess you could say of, of people. It's a huge, huge group, but it is uh, very meaningful. It, it is. Uh, it is, uh, Sean. I I, uh, I started my JMT journey back in 2014, and uh, I had just uh, I had had just got in, got myself into the middle of this church plant that I was doing, but it just uh, for me personally. Uh, I have had a rough go in, in church work. Uh, it's not always been rough, but there's been some rough spots. And I needed kind of a, and, and you said the word earlier, kind of a family experience in my personal development. And uh, I was at a place where I needed to grow myself more. I had spent years and years growing and serving others. And uh, I made the big mistake of forgetting to grow myself and forgetting to uh, lead myself. In, in all uh, of the things that I was telling other people to right. do for them. I, I think John has said before that it's uh, it's easy to lead other people, but it's really, really difficult to lead yourself. And I had that task in front of me. And when I joined the JMT and uh, ended up going to Orlando, Florida, for the first International Maxwell Conference, uh, I didn't know what to expect. I just was glad to be around 
like-minded people yeah and like valued people uh when that first session happens when they stand on their chairs in this big ballroom full of people uh holding up numbers saying hey come over here set with us you know yeah. and you make sure on your lanyard you've got the right number you're at the right table once i got to the right place where i was setting i, I just kind of had to sit there and tear up for a minute because i knew i was in a good environment i knew i was in a place of people that were ahead of me uh, people that uh, were a little bit uh, more intelligent than me in, in, in lots and lots of different areas and uh, i was really a part of the family uh, and, and i did really feel that way it should be called the john maxwell family yeah absolutely. i really felt that way yeah. when i was in the room and uh a lot of the experience that, that i had there it was it's kind of weird i have to i love to interact and ask people hey how are you doing what's your name all of that but just to step back and let people do that to you was a very different experience i have served on the the president's advisory council through the uh, a lane that they called the impact on they did a lot of calls through impact on calls you know how, how are you influencing and making a difference in the world and we would just uh, highlight people that were on the john maxwell team family throughout the world and i did that for about two and a half years uh with uh sheree griffin who uh, yep. is a fellow jams here and uh we had a ball we had a ball for the last two and a half years just helping bring the best out in others so that they could present themselves well during those calls and uh the jmt uh, uh business on on the other end uh it's going okay but it's not going the direction that I was hoping that it would go right uh, this many years later, but uh, we can't lose hope. We got to keep moving forward. No, and, and I think it's really more when you get with like-minded people, and it doesn't matter what kind of organization it is, but when you get in with, you know, and, and there's a lot of people in, in personal development. There's, you know, the, the Tony Robbins, there's, you know, the John Maxwell, there's, you know, so many others out there. But when you get with people who are all hell bent on, learning and they're they're just they have a, a burning passion to learn to grow i think what comes out of that is much more than just what they're doing or what they're teaching it it actually to me it grows you in a way especially when you go to these huge events and when you go to these events the energy that people put out the energy that you get the energy you receive to me is far more valuable than the content you learn or the things you learn because at those exact moments, that's when we grow. I mean, that's when we get that burst of energy from, you know, three, four, five, you know, 6,000 people, there's nothing like that. I mean, that that is such a, and I think, God, that's one thing with, you know, with what's going on, I think that we're gonna miss that more than anything is we can do these things online, we can do these big conferences online, but we don't have that energy. And you do get some, but you just don't have that energy that everyone's, giving out. I, I, I personally cannot wait until we can go back to do, to do those things. Oh, you know what? That is absolutely right. I, I, I know and uh, respect that they're really making the leader shift uh, this year, this, uh, this month, actually, to do the virtual yep. International Maxwell event. But you're right. Uh, I won't name her by name here, but uh, I always, for the last five years, I always look forward to showing up at the IMCs. I know who you're talking that. about. 
You're going down the escalator. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Oh, man, have you ever, she's there. <laughs> have you she's ever, ready to hug you. <laughs> have you ever tried to not get hugged? She t- I have tried to not get hugged. So my first year there, I was like, okay, what's going on? I go down. I She tackled me. <laughs> <laughs> she literally tackled me to, to give me a hug. So that was, and that, that well, was, she before, is a, <laughs> oh, she's a fantastic person. And uh, not only is it there at that event, by the way, it is beyond that event. Yeah. You know, one of the things that happened, with, you know, because of the brain surgery I experienced at the end of 2018, uh, she gave me a call uh, right around January of 19. She gave me a call just to see how I was doing. I didn't even know that she knew I had this ma- massive procedure and uh, was home uh, recovering from it. But somehow she knew, and she just had to reach out and give a phone call and hug you through the phone line. Yep. And that's the kind of person that she is. Yeah. And then you enter the big room, and uh, it's like, okay, there's there's more people like her in here. Yeah. And uh, you, you almost have to say, you know what, enough hugs already. Okay, I, I've got to find my seat. Uh, I don't know if you've uh, uh, had the privilege of speaking during one of uh, the stage times uh, during the IMCs live. I've got a chance to do a couple of those. And uh, you prepare, you prepare as much as you can. And being a minister and a speaker, uh, I didn't think it was possible to speak in under three minutes and say anything. <laughs> And then we had uh, you the learn with with, uh, with with our speaking coach. Oh yeah, and I was able to do that. But I remember the very first time that I, I spoke from the stage at an IMC, and it was in 2015. And Les Brown was there, and he was invited into the room to be called up front to speak into us. And I thought, wow, what a great what a great communicator he is the best and man the guy that got, has got to speak after him man good luck and roddy takes the mic and he says okay boyd would you come up front and i thought oh no <laughs> and i remember whispering in his ear that's not fair <laughs> you just had Les brown up here and then you called on me but uh, i i went ahead and did uh, the best i could and and what have you went back to my seat and thought, man, I hope I didn't wet myself here. <laughs> it was just a, a great opportunity. And uh, it does build your encouragement yeah, in yourself uh, just by being able to be in a room like that. And, and it doesn't matter to me if the standing ovations are there and, and, and ready to ready and cued for everybody. It doesn't matter. It just does something to you. Yeah. Uh, and and it, it's good. So you're, you're almost ready to get back on that plane and go back to your home state and make a difference because, you know, you're not alone. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, thousands of people around the world doing the same thing. Yeah. I remember the first time I had to get up and speak on uh, at a JMT and it was uh, probably the most frightening thing I'd done. And but then I look back and it's like I could without john maxwell that team and that whole building into ourselves i would never be able to do a podcast like this absolutely not i could not it would it took almost every ounce of courage when they when they first do you remember when they say whoever has a, a red dot under their chair you know i don't want to give too much up you, you might absolutely. have to come up i yeah. was two seconds from getting up <laughs> and out the door <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> so th- just the growth that happens in those environments is absolutely yeah. unbelievable so what part of uh, New Mexico are you in? 
I am in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Okay, that's right which, outside uh, Albuquerque. Yeah, 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 right outside of Albuquerque, uh, not not very far from there. And so uh, I get to interact with a few JMTers who are in this uh, area, uh, at least the ones that uh, reach back out. And you don't want to be forceful, yeah, and uh, all of that. But uh, yeah, uh, one of those uh, JMTers, her and I speaking a podcast. We started uh, a podcast also, and what is so funny is that we, we don't have a clue what we're doing, but we're, we're, we're doing what we've been told. We're, we're building our wings on the way down. Do it messy. And we're, yeah, we're doing, we're doing, you know, like what your podcast title is. We're thinking big, man. We're, we're we don't know if this is going to go anywhere, if it's going to monetize <laughs> any, in any way, shape or form, but you know what? We're having a good time doing it. And uh, we are uh, interacting with people that really just want to be heard. And they want to be seen. Yeah. And uh, a podcast has been a great way to give them a voice. It's all about taking action. Yeah. Big, hairy, dirty action. <laughs> get in there and get that crap done. I like it. So like it. the one thing that you hear at every restaurant you go to in Albuquerque is red or green. Red or green. I'm red. And you know, you're red. I used to be I'm green. Red. Oh, I can't do green, especially if it's hot. Oh, if, it. if it is, I, I went to a place out here. I'll say the name of the place, Sadie's. I love Sadie's. Oh, Sadie's is one of my favorite. You're 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 originally from around here too, aren't you? I grew up in Santa Fe. Oh, so you know Sadie's? Yeah. Oh, I and do. The, the, the lady came over to the table and she said red or green, and I I didn't know what to say, so I said green. And when she brought <laughs> me back my plate, I got one bite <laughs> off of that plate, and I couldn't feel my face. <laughs> And I uh, said, you're going to have to box that up. I don't, e I don't even know what, if I'm talking correctly right now. I can't feel anything. <laughs> I think, didn't they I, just close the original Sadie's down because of this? I, they did. Yeah, that's what was, I heard. That's a, that's unfortunate. But yeah. Unfortunate. It, it is. You know, you go to one, you go to Sadie's or a place like that that gives green, seriously hot chili. Mm -hmm. You can go right directly to the dentist and have them do whatever they want to you. <laughs> It doesn't matter. You can't feel a damn you thing. You can't feel a thing. <laughs> and you've got your sinuses cleared. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm probably. I would guess that if you went there, it might actually cure COVID. It might. <laughs> <laughs> it might actually just take care of it. it <laughs> we might. need to ship you know that what? stuff everywhere. <laughs> you, you, you should, uh, you, you should get get in touch with the right people and tell them that. <laughs> Increase the green chili cells around here and and cure COVID. That's right. Well, <laughs> I'm telling so you, funny. it's uh, it's been an absolute pleasure and blast uh, having you on the podcast. Uh, information is is fantastic. What's the best place for people to contact you? Well, I would uh, uh, say right now, uh, Sean, that the best place is a email address. Uh, I've got uh, I've got a couple of websites that are uh, kind of in transition right now, um, trying to hang on to the domains. And what have you? But uh, the best place to reach out to me is Hero Builder Twenty Twenty at Gmail. Okay. And if uh, anyone wanted uh, information on the Hero Builder program, that's a great place to get in touch with us. If uh, they also wanted to just uh, reach out for a little encouragement for themselves, yeah, uh, love to do that. But uh, that's a great place to uh, reach out to me and uh, my co-host. Uh, on the podcast that I'm doing is Stacy Johnston, and uh, she and I both look at that website, uh, that that Gmail account, 
and make sure that uh, there's nobody in there that we've uh, not noticed who has sent maybe a recent uh, email in our direction. So we're, we're, uh, we're just trying to be as uh, encouraging and as, uh, as positive of uh, individuals as we can for the people that we get to deal with on a daily basis. Yeah. And yeah. And also the people that are listening to this podcast right now, jump over to that podcast. It's the hero builder. If they just type in hero builder in their podcast platform, they're going to, they're going to find it. Yeah. I think, I think they, uh, they'll be able to find it. Uh, um, mine is uh, very, very simple right now. And it's uh, on anchor.fm and it's a, it's a free platform. And uh, that was a, that was a big plus for me that it was free and uh, a good place to just get started. Yeah. And uh, that's exactly what, what we're doing uh, with that. But uh, I'm glad what you're doing and uh, what you're doing on the Thinking Big uh, podcast and uh, just uh, encouraging people in the way that you are and, uh, you know, just making sure that, uh, you know, people that uh, that are out there not only have a voice, but uh, but they also can get a word of encouragement. And, and they can get an, also an action step. Hopefully they can take an action step away and say, hey, I'm going to go be helpful to somebody today. I'm going to yeah. go I'm going to go be respectful to somebody today and lift up their spirits. And hopefully in turn, that will lift up mine. And uh, nine times out of 10, it absolutely does that. And uh, and yeah, this has been a great, uh, great time today, Sean. I appreciate you. Yeah. And we'll, uh, you know, and all this is going to be in the in the show notes as well, the links to uh to get a hold of uh, get a hold of you, and again, I'm. I think I'm going to go find someone's tooth today. I think that's my goal. I'm going to go find someone's tooth. You know what? You you go and do that, and uh, hopefully, it's not one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not one of mine. <laughs> I can't that find my good. own. <laughs> but oh, it's that been, is so funny. <laughs> it's been fantastic having you on, and I can't wait to. Are, so, are you going to be on the uh, end of August on the virtual? I am not going to be on the virtual. I'm. I'm going to take. Uh, what they call the ministry. Uh, of course, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not in a, a church right now doing anything with a staff, but uh, what they call it in ministry is a sabbatical. And uh, I'm just going to step back and do a little bit of reflection and stuff. And uh, what, what's God got in store for me and uh, kind of reassess things and uh, readjusting things. I think that's going to be important for me. Yeah. Well, without reflection, all of our uh, journey is a uh much less uh, insightful we've got to look back and kind of take an inventory and and look at what we've learned uh, i think that's an important step that many don't many don't do they don't take a step back and and learn from from what we've gone through absolutely, oh, absolutely. needed have, uh, have you ever heard the term uh, you got to connect the dots yep you got to take time to connect the dots yeah you know sometimes it does it really feels like that and I, I, I told someone last week that I've been trying to connect the dots for so long, Sean, that it feels like I am an employee at the Dippin' Dots ice cream store. <laughs> and uh, you know what? It, it is uh, tedious at times, but I think uh, we, we, we still have to keep trying to connect those dots and see what am I, what am I supposed to do? What shift do I need to make to enter into the next thing right. that is, uh, you know, is for me? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, again, it's been a pleasure having you on. Look forward to uh, talking in the future. And again, thank you so much uh, for providing so much, uh, you know, insight and so much information to to my listeners. And 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 hopefully, well, I know for a fact that people listening are going to get something out of this. So I truly appreciate your insight. 
Yeah, thank you very much, Sean. I appreciate you having me on today.